Welcome to the Internet Advisor, your place for answers to your computer questions since 1998, with your co-hosts Gary Baker and Foster Brown and their team of tech experts. The door is always open at internetadvisor.net, on Facebook and through Twitter. But right now it's time to get you in touch with your helpful hosts on this week's edition of Internet Advisor. Welcome aboard. It's the spring edition of the Internet Advisor. Hi, I'm Foster Brown, the producer and co-host of the program. We've got a great show lined up for you. Dust bunnies are on the run. <laughs> We're going to help you get ready for a great year of computing by doing some really good looking at what it takes to keep your computer in good shape so that you get the very best out of it all year long. Spring cleaning coming up on the Internet Advisor. Hello and welcome to the Internet Advisor, Foster Brown, the host, uh, co-host, and also the producer of the program here with uh, my favorite people, a whole bunch of tech experts. Uh, Cal Carson is in the studio with us. Cal, good to have you with us. It's amazingly wonderful to be here. I love it. <laughs> the, the outside, the weather is absolutely oh, amazing. I got to tell a little story about where I've just finished coming from, and Ed Rudell as well. Eddie, good to have you here too. Always great to be here. And Mr. Shane Hamlin is moving into the studio right now as well. We've got three great tech experts with us during this first hour, and we're going to be talking about some of the practical issues of getting our computers up and running and in good shape for the year with doing some some kind of simple spring cleaning kind of things. we got some other things we'll be talking about as well. I know those guys have got some interesting topics. And then, by the way, our second hour was live on WJR in Detroit. And uh, those of you who are listening to our podcast right now, uh, obviously you're not going to be listening to the, the live broadcast. Uh, you can get your questions to us by going to internetadvisor.net and then simply on the Contact Us button, click that. And then send us your question, and we'll be happy to answer it here as we are in our first hour. And then also, we sometimes bring some of those questions around and uh, answer them in the second hour as well. Who knows? We may call you back with a question or two that you've asked and uh, have you on the air with us because the topic may be something that's really important for us to deal with with the rest of the folks. So, guys, it's good to be back here. I have found where spring is. I have actually found spring. Uh, and it's not poking up out of your bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it surely's not an I-75. No, it's not an I-75. No, that's kind of a funeral procession from anywhere near that. Uh, it's in Cary, North Carolina, which is near Raleigh-Durham. Um, that's where I was yesterday and came back this morning. It is incredibly green. Hmm. There are blossoms everywhere and leaves. You know those green things that appear on yeah. the end of the branches? They're there. Already? They're there. <laughs> so the question Already. is, why did you come back? Oh, uh, I had I had to be here. I had to be here for the show. Uh, you, you know, have you ever heard of something called the internet? <laughs> That's true. We could have done a remote <laughs> broadcast, yeah, from the airports. It was interesting. It was an interesting time to be there. Oh, Angela's here. Angela Hamlet. Good to have you with us in the studio, too. The power behind the throne, the Game That's of right. Thrones. Yes. This is it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, guys, I thought we'd talk about um, the subject, generally speaking, of um, a spring cleaning, but I, I, there are some other things that we might uh, sink our teeth into because I know uh, this week, and Cal, I think you were going to try to, have you loaded uh, that new um, upgrade to Yosemite? 10.3 10. with the new Photos app. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that a little later on for yeah. our, our Apple users. And, um, Eddie, uh, I know that you've been back in the office now for a week, and we're glad to hear that Tina's doing much better. Yep, wife's doing much better. Oh, I'm so happy to hear yep, that. Yep. Um, what, in terms of, of spring cleaning, uh, you know, 
it's a digital world, okay? But the physical world around us can really have an impact on that digital world in terms of our computers. Yes. You know, and it's not only spring cleaning, but it's actually your kids are coming home from college ah. time frame. <laughs> so my kids are coming home and I'm going to disinfect their computers with, you know, as much alcohol and sanitizer as I can. That's true. And, uh, you know, do a complete backup of their computers as a snapshot before I do anything. I mean, that's one of the first things. Now, my son, and I will never, and probably could never make the same mistake, I will never buy a Sony Vio again. But Sony's not making laptops anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, because they have they have chinched the components so bad. Oh, dear. His hinges, I, I have to Again? Add, yes, but now it's the opposite side. So I fixed the hinges that were in the LCD panel because they were busted loose from the, the aluminum cover. Right, right. Now they've also broken loose from the aluminum cover on the bottom Hinges, so I'm gonna, you know, put some cast iron in there, and uh, <laughs> and some epoxy, and I'll probably get it fixed. No, 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 no. You know, this is the opportunity we've talked years about. Time to steampunk it. Steampunk it? Yeah. Oh yes. Get some brass out, make it look really good. Put some leather straps on it. It'd be beautiful. Right? <laughs> but I'm still okay. So I won't use cast iron. I'll use brass, and I'll fix it that way. There you, you know, go. that's a good point. Or steampunk it. Well, like getting a wood I'm just box. Not that a wood box for it. Yeah. Oh anything, yes, yeah. you are. Anything kind oh, of sci-fi, futuristic, turn-of-the-century kind of James West type of uh, look to it? Yeah. I really like that. I like that the leather and brass idea. There you go, baby. Leather, leather straps, yeah. Oh, right? <laughs> you know, I, I've used a leather strap. I used to use an old belt to hold the laptop cover. You know, yeah. when I used to have a 32-inch waist, I would use that to strap the, <laughs> the, the laptop because the, the latch broke, and so I'd use an old belt to keep it uh, shut, you know? I love it. But... <laughs> I never thought of that. I, oh, I'm. You got me thinking. I want to. Thank love you, it. Cal. Now, ex so, but explain for our listeners what steampunking is, because I, some people probably are what steam. What? Well, it, it's steam a, cleaning. It's a lifestyle, and a it's a lifestyle that people. Um, well, if you want to like roll it through the anime type uh, situation where people do role playing, and it's it's just role playing of a lifestyle back in the uh, just when the industrial Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Thank you. Think, think H.G. Wells and the yes. Time Machine. Oh, there you go. There you go. You yeah. know what else for the listeners maybe relate to a little bit more? Back in the day when Wild Wild West was on oh, yes, with yes. Robert Conrad. That's right. That was kind of steampunkish, you know, futuristic. Good point. Yes, you know. So the, yeah. that they'll, that they'll tie that in a little easier. With and it wasn't a, a, a Will a Will um, Will Smith. Yes, he, Smith. he did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he did the movie. Yeah, did the, mo the yeah. movie of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that had a lot of steampunk in there too. Yeah, it was yeah. A lot of, a lot yeah. of brass and leather. Oh. Yeah, oh. It, it's making technology with brass and leather. Yes, yeah. it is. So you're using the latest, if you will, the guts. Right. Uh, are the latest technology, uh, but they're set in some really neat... 1800s kind of type And you'd motif. see some of these. In, I have a, a friends of mine uh, that uh, we go ghost hunting with. You all know I do the ghost hunting thing. And, and they have actually done... They did Ghostbusters steampunk. Oh. And it looked so great. It was awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. And it this has great. nothing to do with spring cleaning. We'll get no. to that in our next segment. <laughs> yeah. But boy, what a good segue. That was a good <laughs> <laughs> Hang with us, folks. We're having a good time here, and I hope that you're enjoying it as well. Foster Brown with the Internet Advisor. Back in just a minute, we will get into some of the practical aspects of spring cleaning. Uh, welcome back to the Internet Advisor. I'm, by the way, thinking of having my sinuses filled in with cement. It may be the only way of surviving Michigan. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, Foster Brown. It's just a strange <laughs> illusion watching that shoot go up to your face, but it'd be fine. Oh, my. 
Any case, uh, thank you, folks, for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. By the way, our homepage is a great place to go for a lot of your resources. Uh, Ed has put together over the years a great resource in our toolkit there with our either free or very inexpensive kinds of software that you can use to clean up your machines. And uh, one of the ones, it was kind of interesting, we were talking about uh, spring cleaning. I noticed that we had somebody, uh, one of our listeners, used... Is it Glary software? A Glary Utilities. Yep, and I and meant to look into that. I just hadn't had an opportunity. I've used to. them. I've used them. Has anybody else here have any? Shane, have you? No, used? I haven't. I. There, it's a lot like Sea Cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was free last time I checked. I haven't yeah. checked in it again. But Sea Cleaner, of course, is out there. All of them that at one time were absolutely free now probably have graduated to where they're freemium where you start out with a free version of it that does a good job of cleaning things up, but then offers you the opportunity to have, you know, um, uh, stuff that's automatically going to be uh, monitoring your system for... Real-time, you know, cleaning and stuff like that. Yeah, for malware and things like that. But uh, SeaCleaner still remains a good one to do the cleanup with. And one of the things, or Glary, it's G-L-A-R-Y, Yep. Utilities. Yep, at glarysoft.com. At glarysoft.com. Those um, uh, I have found, and, and this was over years, uh, Ed, when you were, and, and guys just in general, see what you think of this. Before you get into doing a lot of uh, fiddling with files that you have on your computer and let's like doing a little spring cleaning there, one of the first steps is to get rid of the junk that's built up within your system. And on the PC, uh, CCleaner, run CCleaner first. Or run Glary Utilities first. And this is something that uh, Shane mentioned one time, and I'm like one of my oomph, you know, because it's just not embedded in me as as much as him who does it on a daily basis. Yeah. I do it every other day. But Shane, you mentioned to me one time, it's like, you ever try to run an antivirus program or a malware program and you hit all those temporary files? Run CCleaner yeah. first. And I'm yeah. like, duh, you're right. Cuts yeah. You know, actually, you get into a habit and, and, a, mm-hmm. and a method to how to do it. And the first thing I always do is I run in my temp files, and I delete all everything out of the temp files. I just manually go into those temp files. There's two of them. Dump everything out of it. Clean it. Empty the recycle bin. Where do you, where do you find those temp files? Just for people. Well, there's two. Them. There's actually um, there's one right in the Windows. Directory. It's on PCs. Right. On PCs. Okay. There's one right in the Windows directory. Uh, scroll down. You'll see temp. Everything in there is safe to go. Okay. You highlight it all. Delete. Mm-hmm. And gone. And then there's one a little bit more where you go into the users part of it. Uh, and you have to actually unhide. You have to unhide a folder oh. uh, to to get to it. It's an app folder. Um, app data, yeah. App data, and you go in there, and you'll see local. And then there's a temp folder in there that I'll that I'll dump out for each user. Right. Okay, now hang on a second. It's and called so, app data. You unhide app yeah, data. Yeah, yeah. When you go, yeah, when you go to users, you'll see the user. users. Like if you have more than one user. Okay. You know, you'll see your name and maybe someone else, your wife, okay. your husband. Just go into that, and you'll see the app data. Once you unhide, that's app. D-A-T-A. Yes. Okay. And you'll see, um, once you unhide those, uh, you'll see it there. You'll just go into that. And you'll see the very first uh, folder is called local. Now, how do I unhide? Actually, you're going to go right into your... You right-click it? If you, if you do a search for folder options, ah, it's right in there. Okay. Right in your folder options, it'll say unhide. And, okay. and this is one of the reasons why you want to use a utility like yeah. CCleaner because it will actually scan yeah. those hidden yeah. folders for you. Right. It and, and it also looks for Windows log files, Windows crash files, right. and, and, and starts cleaning those up as well. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's stuff that you do on a Windows machine. That's great. Uh, it, but the other thing that I was going to suggest, suggest it's both good for both Windows and Mac. A lot of times we clog up our systems with stuff 
that we may have used once or thought we wanted to use, ah. and then we never get rid of it. You know, oh, yes. I like this application. I downloaded it. I put it on my computer. I haven't clicked on that rascal in 56 years. Yes. So one of the things you might want to do is just go through your computer and look at your, look at your, your dock or at your start menu and say, hey, do I really use this application? If you don't right. use it, get rid of it. There's also, I know with uh, Macs, um, I use, uh, oh, shoot. The uh, Mac uh, Mac Cleaner, I think it is. Anyway, it will pull up those old files, and it says it's been two years since you used that. You really want that? Of course not. And you can get rid of the application and, and anything else that's built up in it. So there are applications that can do that. Too. And, and on the PC side, the, Cal mentioned about the applications. What I was going to suggest uh, that was step seven, but uh, I'll go make it <laughs> step two now. Is is you go into the Windows Control Panel under Programs. And features, and then you can when Windows oh, yeah. builds all, your list of all your programs and features. On the top there, you have you know the you name of the program. By. You can sort by the date installed, and right. then look at the date installed. And you're like, I installed that six months ago, and I only used it once. Right. Or what was that program that was installed a week ago? I didn't install that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't install my coupon clipper program. I didn't want that, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, so, remember, when you do go in and start deleting those things, before you're not deleting, you, uninstalling. Before you uninstall them, make sure you know where the license codes are if you bought that software in case you might want to reinstall it later. Yeah. Otherwise, don't in, uninstall it until you can clarify that by either getting in contact with the manufacturer of the software or looking up the codes. Uh, Kel, how about for Mac users? Any particular tips there on uh, spring cleaning in terms of the, the, the kind of things we're talking about with files? I, I, I just use a, a utility like Applejack, which is a, a utility that's open source. It'll go through and clean up files, delete out stuff that you don't need and that sort of thing. And it's and it's free. You can download okay. it at any time from SourceForge.net. Just look up Applejack. And make sure you get the right version to match your version of Mac OS. Okay, that's important. That's important. You know, Cal, I had heard that you have to set your Mac your Mac product next to a lava lamp at least once a year. (laughs) Is is that that still the case? This is true, but you must have love beads decorating over top of the retina (laughs) display to make sure you get full. I I just wanted to make sure. Okay. All right, Shane. Any other things that you recommend to people? Well, we're talking about spring cleaning. Let's not forget about dust and and the the cobwebs. Physical. Uh, Before before we get to that, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, I mean that's important. Well, the the The, other the the other thing if you want to stay on the data or the internal electronic side Mm -hmm. you know go through and look at stuff your data that you have on there is there stuff on there you really need oh you know you you shot this video of you know the dog running across the grass because you need it for something i mean you haven't used it forever you know that's a lot of space that's being tied up get rid of that sort of stuff or at least archive it off onto an external drive freeze up your machine because you want to keep at least 20% of your hard drive free both on a Mac or a Windows machine at all times so you have enough space for the operating system. That, that's properly. an important principle. 20% of your hard drive should be free. You start pushing that limit, you're going to see it in a performance and you're going to see it sometimes in the things that are, are in that. I'm thinking also that this is the point maybe to talk about backup because, mm-hmm. and you began to touch on that, Cal, um, if you see things that really, my, my granddaughter called, for instance, from uh, Central Michigan, and she says, Grandpa, uh, you, you talked to me about backup. And I said, uh-huh. Uh, and she said, how do I do that? And I said, oh, my Lord, I'm glad this wasn't on the air. People would <laughs> lynch me for that. But I said, look, look at it this way. What are precious to you? What's precious in there? Your photos, uh, maybe some papers you're working on, Whatever's precious, get a thumb drive and copy those off right now. Just do that right off the bat. 
once that's done, you are not under the psychological pressure of if something goes wrong here, I might lose X, mm-hmm. whether it's pictures or whatever. I said, basically, you should buy an external hard drive, one of these USB hard drives. Now, here's the other thing that I want to add to that. Copy it off onto the drive is, is a good idea, and that's great. Make sure after you copy it off there that you can actually restore it back onto yeah. a machine. Try copying it back on there. Make sure it goes back the way it is because a backup you can't restore it's not a backup. Okay, then th- that's one thing. But then I said, you really need to start doing, like for instance, using, using a Windows 7 machine, do some disciplined backup. I said, you know, get an external hard drive and then use the utility that's in Windows 7, right? There's a good mm-hmm. utility in that. I think um, it gets a little more complicated with Windows 8. Am I right, Ed? Uh, and I haven't No, it's, at, it's exactly the same Exactly the Windows same thing? Okay, good. Same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Same thing. And, and you can keep backup really, really simple. For example, if you're not a sophisticated user and you don't know all the things that I use a backup program, do something as simple as get a Dropbox account, buy some additional space, Excellent. and just drag your user folder up there and copy it up there. It's a quick and easy backup. It'll take a while. Sometimes if you got a lot of stuff, it'll take a while to get up. Start it, start it at dinner time before you go to bed. It'll probably all be there. But it's there. It's safe. And then you can start doing some other things. We'll talk more about that. Spring cleaning here on the Internet Advisor with our crew. Stick around. Welcome back. It's uh, spring cleaning time here on the Internet Advisor. I've got Shane Hamblin, Cal Carson, and Ed Rudell along with me, Foster Brown, the co-host and uh, the producer of the program. Uh, We've been talking about um, how to get yourself in a place where you can, uh, you know, get your machine uh, in fighting order, ready to go. Uh, it's good to do any time of year, but uh, we're going to use the, if you will, the metaphor of spring cleaning as a kind of a nice way a of... A digital mm-hmm. cleanse, dude. Yeah. There you go. So. And that's, that's cool and cleansing. Talking about <laughs> files and everything, that's kind of where I, I'm, I'm so... I'm so worried about my files and I'm where they're organized. And it's a good time to go in and say, you know, why is this file sitting in my in my root directory, a C drive? You know, why is it? I try to tidy everything up, create some new folders, organize, just like you would file cabinets. You know, keep it nice and organized. And I know Cal talked about uh, what uh, Dropbox. Yeah. Yes, Dropbox. Dropbox. Yep. Uh, heck, I mean, OneDrive. Microsoft, yeah, OneDrive is free. I mean, yeah. I, I set up a customer today before I got out here, and they were given something like 25 gigabytes for free. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I set her up. Enormous amount. And what it does is it gives you a little app you download, yep. and then it creates these three folders called sync folders. Anything that's important to you, just stick it in there, and it'll automatically sync it to your OneDrive. Off-site. Now, a question for you: yeah. If it if it's syncing up there, it means you have that. Let's say it's two gigabytes you're syncing. That's two gigabytes on your computer as well as two gigabytes in the cloud. Correct. It doesn't it's move it, per- yeah, it doesn't right, exactly. move it, but it allows you a working backup yep. copy. Yeah. Just so people are aware that if you have a certain amount of space on your hard drive, when you put it in the cloud in that kind of space, yes. you actually are are it's a duplicate of what you've got on your computer. And the other thing that you have to remember the difference between backing up and syncing. Because if you sync them, that's good. You have another copy up there. But if you say, okay, now I've got it up there synced, I'll clear it off my computer here. Oops. It's going to clear it on the cloud, too. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, so you have to make sure you yeah. know exactly which one you're yeah. doing, whether you're syncing or whether you're backing up. Boy, someone took that vitamin today. That's a yeah. great point, Cal. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, you have to understand the, the principle of that. I mean, you got to understand, yeah. okay, I'm putting it in this OneDrive sync because I want a working backup file. Guys, is there a good place to go for people who are listening right now and say, well, I'm hearing all these points you're making. Uh, is there like a, a, a primer on backup, uh, a place that I can go that I can spend a little time listening to this? And Well, know? I mean, I know uh, being I'm not a, I'm not a Mac guy. I know a lot about Windows. I know yep. Microsoft does a great explanation of OneDrive. 
if you go to the if you okay. go to their site if you go okay. to office.com and uh, look at that it, it just requires you most people already have a Microsoft account whether it be a hotmail account or yeah. an MSN email account you already have a Microsoft then you have account. a OneDrive account you already have that account you just log in and there it is and they do a great explanation with videos and uh, written okay. explanation on how to use it there's also a website that yeah. I've used on occasion called the the top 10 best online backup.com oh. and it rates <laughs> a bunch of different backup services that are out there and their ideas of, of what they think of and that sort of thing your choice you know go which one did you, whichever one did you like so I that's pers- a, the top 10 best online backup.com correct <laughs> i love it <laughs> there's a couple of sites like that there's another one out there as well i just can't think of it right now but you can go there and you can compare them they have the prices what they cost whether they have free free trial periods, the whole shoot match. And I'm, I'm also thinking that, that YouTube, you know, which is a great place for tutorials, probably mm-hmm. has something there as well. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, because you can do everything from learning how to put a new hood on if your If you don't mind to... listening to a 16-year-old tenor. And... <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I, I, you I, know, I, with their lava lamp in the background. And... <laughs> I like to think I know a lot about computers and repair. Right. I can't tell you how many times I go to YouTube and watch a video on because every computer is yes. different. Every computer yeah. I touch is a different way of removing the LCD. Yes. Yep. And yep. Some, most times I can figure out, but sometimes I just can't. Where is that magic screw? I don't know yep. where it's at. And sometimes you have to wait through that and watch that bad, yeah. badly produced 30-minute <laughs> video with this kid trying to figure out where the screwdriver goes. But they will eventually show you... And then you're like, come up or I did it. Yeah. And then you're like, duh. And then you, you close the video and you're on your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. but, 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 but every once in a while you run across these gems. And I I like favoriting them out there. And, and, and well, I'll put comments point. on their yeah. website. Like, yeah. excellent video, dude. The other good place to uh, compare backups even better than the other one that I gave that I just remembered. PCMag.com has a great uh, oh, yeah. comparison guide on backups that you can see across the board. It shows you the prices. Uh, the uh, the features the whole shoot and match, it's it's terrific. Now we're talking about matter of fact. You and I use uh, Crash Plan. Yes. And and that's like uh, what what was the other ones? Some of the other ones out there. Well, Crash Plan, Mosey. Mosey. You got Carbonite. You've got right. uh, Open Drive. There's a bunch of them out there. But Crash Plan, Carbonite, and Mosey are the big ones that I drive. I drive is another I drive, big one. Yeah. Right. So there are a whole host now. Folks, this is a little different league. This is where they will actually take most of well, they'll take your computer, and over a period of like a week or so, when you pay for a year's subscription, I guess it's fifty bucks a year. I think it is. For example, it's you know, crash plans for a single user. It's sixty dollars a year. Okay, sixty dollars a year. Uh, I uh, I drive as uh, Shane was talking about. It's it's the same price. Okay, and what that does then is it it. it takes a complete image of your computer and puts it up on the cloud. Am I right? Correct. And then as you change things, the backup also responds to that. It pulls the changes up to and, and put I them know with, with CrashPlan, if you have a disaster, I think for like 40 by 5 bucks, they'll send you a hard drive, I think. Correct. With your entire uh, system on it. You can restore it back over the net if you want to, but that would take you days to do. Or you can have them send you a drive with all your data already right. on it, and you can just take it and be able to copy it right. you know, faster that way. So that's a whole other thing to look into, folks, when we talk about backups. So some of the things we were talking about don't cost you a penny, like, for instance, if you have a Microsoft account, mm-hmm. or with, um, I use a time machine, for instance, in my Mac, where I have an external hard drive that's tied into my Mac, and it is constantly, um, it is taking a picture, and then as things change, I could go back to six hours ago. It's kind of like a system restore on a Mac and on a PC, mm-hmm. but I could go back to two weeks ago or, or wherever. Right, but and, 
but we restore that. But but yours does the uh, data, you know. But system restore only does system files. It does not. That's m- true. Do your data. That's true. That's true. But you know, uh, it, it whatever you want to do, you right. just have to make sure you have some form of backup. That's important. It's better if you have a more comprehensive uh, program, which I use an online backup, and I also use local hard drives to back up as Same well. thing here. I use the crash plan in the cloud, then I have the hard drive connected with the time machine for mine, and then if there happens to be some particular things I want to get, I will put those onto a thumb drive or whatever else. Do you and get- and, and, and um, Ed mentioned, you know, taking an image uh, of that hard oh, drive. yes. You know, because Talk we're, a little t- bit we're about talking that. data backup here. We're talking, you know, photos, documents, um, yeah. some settings, uh, favorites, right. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to restore programs, you know, your, right. your office or your uh, your borrowed uh, Adobe, you know, that you have that you're never going to get back if you lose. Uh, so you want to take an image, which what it'll do is it'll, it'll take a complete photo of your hard drive and move it to another drive. Or stored off-site on, so on that, discs, so or to yeah, or correct. Another. So that you can take that ISO file and move it in, right in, and 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 restore. You just uh, use the term ISO file. That's the dot ISO. Yes. This what is an ISO file? Just for people. Well, it's an image. It's an image file of right. uh, for it, it, it's the way compression method, so that you don't have this huge. You know, so you may have you know five hundred gigabytes right. worth of stuff. It, it compresses it. It's a compression method to get it down to a nice small size. Right. That can be then stored, but stored. that is a that's a complete snapshot. That's everything, yes. right? Yep. And, and 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 when you do that, and that's a good point because most people have their original system restoration DVDs that they created when they yeah. first powered right. on their computer. Right. Right. And we're talking spring cleaning. It's probably been a year or two since you <laughs> actually have a complete image. Good as Shane's saying, it's a good time to take a complete image of your entire. How do you computer. do that? Do you need a utility on a PC to do that? It's it's really simple. I mean, you 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 go to a company like say Cronus or something like a that. A Cronus. It's A C R O N I S, right? And you'll 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 spend. A, they have a trial version mm-hmm. that you can use, but you'll spend a little money and buy the program, right? And it's yours. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is it'll say, okay, we're gonna create, we're gonna take a snapshot of your photo, and we're gonna take an image. Where do you want us to store that image? Right. And they'll make sure you store it offsite, off your computer. You know, yes, they want you to yes, store it to a network right. drive somewhere, right. and it'll create a little file, and you'll name it whatever you want. Put a date. I always put a date by it, so I know mm-hmm. that's when I did it. Uh, and then if anything ever happened, um, you did a bad update or you got a virus, uh, you can just go and put that disk boot right to the CD, and it'll say, well, where's that image you took? Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll install it fairly quick, within within 30 minutes. Does it put it over a damaged drive? Is that... Uh, well, no, that's something else. Yes, what it'll do is, if you have a damaged drive, you can you can allow it to attempt to make an image, uh-huh. and it'll it'll you can sometimes tell it to skip the problems, you know, skip the damaged. Sectors. No, I was asking a different question. Oh. Let's say you've had a virus that's that's yeah. really locked you up, and there's just it's one of those ransomware kind of Correct. things. Correct. And you know, there's no way of getting out of this, but you have this lovely ISO file that you made two months ago. Correct. Can you just put that ISO back onto that? That uh, because, file was yeah, over? because what it'll do is it'll tell you it's gonna it's gonna overwrite your format. I got you. Your drive. Okay, good. So it overwrites nice, yes. all the bad right. stuff, and then boom. So now what Shane was talking about was a Cronus, and that's one method you could do. But since Windows 7 and Windows 8 also support uh, create system image, mm-hmm. so you go into Control uh-huh. Panel under Backup, and you have the ability to create a complete system image. Is exactly what Shane did. So you could store it to DVDs or an external drive, and but you also have to create a separate system repair disk. And then okay. it'll prompt you to put a DVD in your computer or a blank CD so that you can use that blank or that bootable CD to recover your data. Same you know, thing. Yeah. Folks, if you've had, you know, kind of taking notes furiously, kind of like I am, 
don't worry about it. With our podcast here, you can simply come back to this and play this again and get that information. We'll be back in just a minute. And we'll kind of wrap things up here talking about some of the physical things we can do to do a little spring cleaning on our computers. Spring cleaning is our theme. I'm Foster Brown. It's Shane Hamlin, Kel Carson, and Ed Rudell in studio here. And guys, we've been talking about the uh, the data, the electronics, but there's also the fact that this are our computers, where they're like... Uh, uh, PCs that have been sitting on people's floors, and um, you know Fido and Fifi the cat have been uh, you know roaming around. Uh, there are some physical things that need to be done, even if laptops. Now we're we're removing a lot of us from PCs to, to laptops and to tablets. Some things we need to do physically. Yeah, I mean cats. You mentioned cats. Cats love laptops. The EMF field that laptops give off drives them nuts, like catnip. No kidding. No. Yeah. Are you making that up? And that's, I thought they liked the warmth. You know, it's the hum, the electrical hum, that no EMF kidding. that drives them nuts. They absolutely <laughs> love it. That's why many times you'll come home and you'll see your cat laying on the keyboard. or They love being by those electronic uh, My, electronic my sister has that. Yeah. She definitely has you that. You could turn that into a trap. Oh. Yeah. Cat there trap. was a funny cartoon. I don't know if I can, f- I should find it and see if I can mm-hmm. post it. Of, you know, the old days, cats would sit on top of the old CRTs, yeah. the cathode ray tubes with the mm-hmm. big old things, and it shows a cat trying to sit on one of these skinny monitors <laughs> now. It's kind of draped over the monitor yeah. and feeling kind of, uh. But uh, physically, with the older uh, mm-hmm. computers, I found that when you, it, it, once a year at least, please, if it's on the floor, open it up, take it out, you know, un- first of all, unplug it, turn it off. Remove the battery. It. If it's a laptop, remove the battery. Remove the battery of it, take it out someplace, and then get something that will gently remove the dust. You don't want to be, be careful with some of those high-speed you know, cans of, of spray, et cetera, because you could move some delicate parts. But get the dust moving. <laughs> yeah, you want to... I recommend every six months. Six mo- okay, every good. Every six months. Every six months. And I tell all my customers they can come to me anytime they like, and I will clean it out for free for them. Excellent. Because it... it <laughs> Cal, Cal. Hand, Cal hand him his laptop. Um, <laughs> we, have a, we have an air compressor, and it also has a moisture filter on it, which is very important. You want to have a moisture filter on it so that it pulls the moisture out of that, that compressed air. Because with compressed air, you get that moist residue. You know, and, yeah. and, and Shane brings up a good point. If you wait every year, how, how many times have we taken apart a computer and you blow out the dust, but yet you see the debris that's still on the fan yeah. that is accumulated yeah. on there that the only way you're going to get it off is with a Q-tip or some yep. sort of yeah. uh, abrasion tool because it's accumulated and actually scarred the fan, the plastic on the fan. And yeah. in the CPU, yeah. very often there's that, there are fins that are above the cooling fins. More commonly us. known as heat sink. Heat sink. Right. He's thinking geothermonuclear whatever, <laughs> and heat, it's a heat sink. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the, uh, the, uh, the dust can collect in there. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it traps the heat on your CPU. And we can see performance differences. Yes. And you'll see a drop in performance uh, because of the heat being retained on it. So there's a practical reason that your computer will work a whole lot better if you do that kind of thing. I mean, the two main causes of computer failure are heat and dust i mean a computer in a a vacuumous space like outer space Mm -hmm. which ice cold and there's no dust will literally run forever Mm. i mean that's why you see these some of these satellites with onboard computer systems from the 70s still running yep because they're in that perfect condition nothing nothing connected them any thoughts count and and you know with a laptop especially when you use it if you use it in a bed a lot of people like to lay in bed and use their laptops Mm -hmm. that uh, comforter or whatever, it will just suck the dust inside of it. And if you take uh, like uh, uh, compressed air, 
carefully blow it across that back vent along the edge there. Yeah. That helps. Another thing is if you can get a toothbrush mm-hmm. and just take it and just kind of brush it across those. Use vents your wives, back. right? Yeah, that's <laughs> not yours. Yeah. Well, Angela, you, know, you can hit him for me after, but without toothpaste, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of brush it across the back end. That that helps uh, to keep it clean as well. Uh, I find that also taking a little compressed air and blowing it through the USB ports on the very side good point. is a good place. And most uh, computers cool by sucking the air through the keyboard and then out the vents in the back. And laptops. So yes. taking uh, you know blow the compressed air across the keyboard area as well. Yep. that helps to keep it clean. I heard. But if you feel uncomfortable with any of that sort of stuff, go to your local computer store right. uh, like Shane or, or any th- place like that and say, hey, I need to have this cleaned out. Most of them will probably do it for a very nominal fee, right. if not free as a uh, you know, customer. And Shane, you, you mentioned one of the key things is that you, you use uh, a compressed air yeah. that does not have moisture in it, and yeah. that's a big deal. And I even, you know, I know, I know Kel is experienced enough to use that can of compressed air i don't recommend our customers even touch the canned air uh because of the propellant in it and the frost and the moisture uh because they'll they'll have their laptop running and they'll be and and that 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 water's going right into their cpu mm-hmm. so i recommend they just get a, a like an out most of them in the garage will have a small air compressor mm-hmm. um that's better than nothing you can pick it up at, it, at micro center am i right you can pick up yeah. some the, small the other thing there. that you can do too that won't hurt it because you won't be blowing it in you'll be sucking it out is take your vacuum cleaner put the little brush attachment on the end oh, yeah. and just brush it across the keyboards on the top it's sucking the air out instead of right. blowing it in right. so you can't damage the components in there right. the only thing that you want to do is make sure you turn the computer off and be yep. careful with it because you don't exactly. want to create a static electricity exactly. situation <laughs> it's funny yeah. because when i clean computers i can always tell you know what kind of food they like to eat <laughs> oh um, my gosh you love fritos what, ki- I can tell. <laughs> what kind of uh, uh air, con- air air freshener they use you, know, <laughs> you get a nice taste of that every time well and it, and a very serious thing that i found once and working with somebody was they had their uh desktop the old big old desktop and in uh, the bottom of their desk in a closed in <laughs> space and they had a cat and so what you had all those things were the, the computer was not working because it had gotten full of fur it, and it was also closed in. There was no way of breathing. It was in this neat, you know, you couldn't mm-hmm. see it, of course. That was nice and neat in the room. But it it was like an oven in there, baking yeah. the insides of the computer. So these things need to breathe, folks. And it's very, right. very important. And one of the things early on when I, when I bought my daughter her first computer when she went to college is, like Cal said, she was always sitting on her bed watching TV chatting talking on the phone and and i aming someone you know g- girls are multitasking all, all at the same time but her laptop was sitting on the bedspread yeah. so something i did you know those um paper plate holders yeah those those wicker ones oh yeah yeah i gave her one of those and i said if you're going to sit on the bed put it on one uh, a wicker ba- uh, basket or one of the paper plate holders she does it now to this day her friends think she's crazy <laughs> but dad told yeah, that's her only because she has to scrape the pizza off the bottom of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had heard there was some Max, matter of fact, with mine, uh, and I still have to do it yet as my spring cleaning, to take off the bottom plate on the MacBook Pro, for instance, and flip it over, and that there are fans that are on the inside there. You know? You'll lose all those bits. Don't do that. Oh, no, dear God. I'm don't lose kidding. all the little screws. I'm just kidding. I'm talking Carefully about the bits and bites. Them all. I'm talking about the bits and bites. Oh, the bits and bites, you yes, know, that I'm, are in I'm there. I'm just kidding. But yeah. the uh, the fans <laughs> in there can get impacted in a... In yeah, a, use a very soft bristle brush. And uh, make sure it's turned off, of course. You can do that as well. 
the you won't be able to do it on a Retina MacBook because no. you'll have to have that special pentalope screwdriver to be able to open it <laughs> yeah. up on the bottom. And they really are decided no, not no. To, not to be open. And they're building the them place. more and more nowadays, so you could never do that again. Right, you know, it's yeah. been built that way with yeah. these. There's my retainer. <laughs> <laughs> I got sucked in the fan. <laughs> have you got any good stories about this? By the way, things that people have found it. Well, uh oh. Yeah, I, f- I found I, f- I found their pet gerbil before. I found a mouse. Yeah, no kidding. Little skelter remains crawled across the bottom of this case. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that oh last stretch? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, I've never found a bracelet in one. Really? Well, not a bracelet. I mean a necklace. A necklace. What had happened? They had it on top of the uh, the desk. They uh-huh. had taken it off, and then it fell over the back end of it. And as it was falling down, the fan sucked it on the inside. Oh my word! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, was there a like, finder's fee? I, I, I gave it back to him. I mean, it wasn't any good to me. It was just all choked with dust and stuff. They had to get it cleaned hey, up. But yeah, really quick, Kel, uh, you've installed the new uh, update to uh, the uh, Yosemite ten point iOS ten point ten three. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, most of the stuff is under the hood. Okay. So it makes the machine, you know, run better and that sort of thing. The one thing that they did add was the application of photos. How is that? Uh, a heck of a lot better than iPhoto was. Wow. Uh, I've got a, I've, I, I just pulled like 2,000 photos into it, and it's pretty brisk with that in there as opposed to iPhoto. It was a little sluggish. Uh, i got 6,000 of them. I, I, I have to do some spring cleaning with my photos. You'll be a lot happier with them, I'm, I'm sure. We Excellent. can go into some more details on it later, We'll too. do a little later on. Folks, we're going to take a quick break right now. If you want to stick around, you'll be hearing what happened when we had our live hour on WJR coming up in just a bit. 